Support for the show comes from Atlassian. With a new story about AI coming out seemingly every day, it can be hard to know what it all means for you and your job. Atlassian thinks there's a lot to be excited about in the AI-powered future. Even right now, Atlassian's AI-powered software can help you boost productivity by eliminating menial tasks, generating insights, and helping you find information about projects, policies, and processes. No matter if you're a team of two or two million, or if you're around the corner or on another continent, Atlassian software keeps everyone connected and moving together as one towards shared goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Support for the show comes from Mercury. There's an art to making the complex feel simple. Everything should be in sync, so even the smallest part serves a bigger purpose. Simplicity can transform your business operations. That's why Mercury powers your financial workflows from the bank account so ambitious companies have the precision control and focus they need to perform at their best. Apply in minutes at mercury.com. Hi, everyone. This is Pivot from the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm Kara Swisher. And I'm Scott Galloway. Where are you now? Are you still in Iceland? Uh, I'm in Reykjavik. Are you? Is that nice? You're wearing, I see a black turtleneck. You're looking very Icelandic. And now we dance. I like the Northern <laughs> European. Um, How's it going there? Yeah, You've sent pictures of, that are fascinating on the in, on the internet, yeah. so I've noticed, on the Twitter. Time with family, so it's, yeah. it's pretty awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I look, Iceland makes me hate the outdoors less and less. It's stunning oh, here. And it's stunning. It is beautiful. Yeah, and it's all right there nice. for you. Yeah, yeah. good. Five hundred thousand people. About. Like, yeah, get back off the about. Iceland thing. We're in America now, so we have a lot to talk okay, about. Sorry. So, uh, so couple things. Couple things. I'm not even going to go into all the Trump books. I hope you're ignoring them. There's like 53 Trump books, and apparently he's into coup. But now he's saying he's not into coup, uh, and uh, all kinds of stuff. He's like, he's if uncouth. I were to do it, coup. He's uncoop. He's uncoop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of Trump books, let me just say, and these people are all over the airwaves. And one thing is one revelation. It's like, it's 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 insurrection. It's resistance porn. I don't know what else to say. That's what it is. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of stuff. And we'll see, you know, he's denying it, this and back and forth. But there's a lot of books out. Michael Wolff, uh, two reporters from the Washington Post. There's going to be a ton more coming. One from the Wall Street Journal. And, uh, you know, anyway, it goes on and on and on. There's a lot. There's a lot going on here in I the just, Trump world. I, I finally... We can't quit him. We just can't quit him. It's like sports for me and Trump. I love yeah. not thinking about either of those yeah. things. Well, I, good. I, you don't have to. I felt like I, in order at some point, like at the age of 40, I'm like, to be a man, I don't have to think about sports all the time. And yeah. I love not letting Orange Hitler live in my brain rent-free. I literally enjoy just not talking about him and not thinking about him. Well, <laughs> then you're, if you're thinking Orange Hitler, along. then don't look look see what the what the, uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff thought about him. In any case, the Fourth Reich, apparently. So hmm. um, so let's go into things that are meaningless, like tr- Twitter shutting down fleets on August 3rd. It's it's the thing they launched. I didn't know it had ever launched. Ago. Did you yeah. use it? I never used it. It yeah. was like a version of Instagram, I guess. I don't know. Fleets. No, I think it was Snap. I think it was meant Snap. to be ephemeral. It's interesting because yeah. all of these platforms develop sort of a brand halo. And mm-hmm. so, for example, Amazon couldn't figure out auctions because auctions yeah. was so inextricably linked to eBay's brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's interesting that these guys, a lot of times their brand just doesn't support a certain consumer yeah. behavior. Yeah. And People Twitter, I, I, I think it was the right strategy. If I'd been on 
the board of Twitter and the product development group, and I'm like, yeah, let's try fleets. I think it's good yeah. they tried it. I also think, and yeah. I, I, I'm critical of Twitter That's a lot. That's a very but kind I think, thing for you to say. Well, I'm feeling I'm feeling Icelandic. Um, I feel that. Like, because usually be like, what a bunch Twitter of idiots. And, Once again, and a a dumb alley, a dumb alley, they moved down. Just I mean, put I, some I'm cod oil on that fleet. Um, All right. No, but so, I, I think w- what I was just going to say is I, I think one of the keys to being an innovator, and this is where small companies and the, what these guys are really good at, is they are willing to perform infanticide. And I love it when mm-hmm. I see a company after six or eight months, although Twitter just did decide to kill TikTok uh, mm-hmm. called Vine. But a lot of big companies enter into one of the most dangerous things that happens to big companies. They don't have the same amount of capital. They're not as agile. They come up with a new cool product, and then they all enter into consensual hallucination that it's working regardless of the metrics. Yeah. And yeah. they refuse to kill it. And for every mouth you have to feed, it means you can't do something else. So I actually That's like it when companies yeah. say this okay. isn't working and they kill it. Interesting. Speaking of moving into things, Netflix, yeah. which also announced it's hiring a, a podcast person, but they're mostly doing it for marketing of their shows. So yeah. I don't think we're in trouble yet. Uh, but they're expanding into gaming. Bloomberg reports the company hired Mike Verdu, who I know a little bit, uh, as the vice president of game development. He was working over on content at um, Facebook, which is interesting, mm-hmm. uh, augmented oh, reality yeah. and virtual reality content. A really interesting fella. Um, what do you think about this? I mean, they've already done some gaming element things with, uh, I think, Carmen Santiago, some other things. Gaming. This, is, this is big. I mean, there's just no getting yeah. around it. If you think about the most valuable companies in the world have essentially become the operating systems for our digital life. And they're all in a mm-hmm. battle like Game of Thrones to see which operating system can command more attention of the most, most valuable consumers. And the two operating systems and the first and third most valuable companies in the world are the operating systems for our mobile handsets. But the operating system for the second most important device, uh, the TV, is... Uh, becoming Netflix. And so Netflix ability in in marketing or product expansion, you either expand vertically, and that is the gap goes after metrosexuals, and it goes after uh, hip fashion forward, urban teens with the gap, and then it goes after single mothers or people who want 80% of gap or 50% of the price, but it's all um, designed and merchandised and supported casual apparel. They go vertical just across different mm-hmm. cohorts. And then another means of product expansion is you go, you serve the same cohort with different products. And that's what product, Microsoft yeah. has done, right? Yeah. Games, uh, productivity tools, but all sold into the same person. Mm-hmm. And and Netflix is taking advantage of the fact that the operating system for the television, it's just so interesting that no TV manufacturer has been able to elbow out these guys, and they've yeah, given they up tried. Remember, to they tried for a little bit there. Samsung had its thing. They Their all have it. They all have, yeah. yeah, remember they did? But they just were impossible be, to use. I mean, this raises so many interesting issues. What are they going to do around consoles? What's going to happen mm-hmm. when they violate Apple's terms of conditions in the App Store? But Netflix, yeah. when you think about, when you think about uh, the IP here, The Witcher, I mean, they have some incredible games, incredible yeah. content that are already games, and then yes, they can start exactly. putting on your recommendation screen, which I think is one of the most powerful I think the podcast the thing was also important. They're going to market. There's, they've already done things around the crown, and I've looked. Mm-hmm. I've listened to a couple of their podcasts. I like their. I liked a couple of their shows, and I listened to the Crown one or whatever. There was a bunch of them. Th- they did a nice job. I know they're marketing, but I like. I want more content on those things I watch. The is their content? They it's the really interesting. The I like that they're not yeah. like deciding to be Gimlet or Spotify. Yeah. They're just going to do stuff related to their products to help sell their products. I kind of like it. Uh, you know, I, what's interesting, and I'd love your thought on this very quickly, is that Netflix is not, in, is not really expanding to news still. They're still not doing news and live anything. But they're, they're um, I think they look at, I, I think that their, their ability, their ability is around storytelling. 
and -hmm. the ability to gather incredible talent and create these really compelling stories where you want to go to the second, the third, the fourth episode. Do you really want to binge news? I mean, you can. Yeah. Um, But eventually it'll happen. Eventually all of them. I think all of them, whether it's Apple or Hulu Mm -hmm. or Netflix, are eventually going to to go to news and politics because it's kind Mm -hmm. of the final frontier. It is. What's interesting it has to be is a that, different. It has to be a different twist. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. It'll have to. Be, it'll be weekly. It'll be more John Oliver esque. You know, kind yeah. of entertainment news, if yeah. you will. Um, but Although watch out. CNN. CNN is launching their CNN Plus in January, which I'm excited they are. about. They are. All right. On to the big stories. The big banks have reported their second quarterly earnings and results point to a strong economic recovery. Both Citigroup and J.P. Morgan attribute their massive profits to consumer spending, which has surpassed, not a surprise, pre-pandemic levels. Uh, J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon said consumers are raring to go, his exact words on the earnings call, where the house value is up, their stock value is up, their incomes are up, their savings are up, their confidence is up. Deal-making fees have also increased, obviously. Mm-hmm. At J.P. Morgan, Bloomberg reported that Morgan Stanley's stock jumped 35% this year. Scott, what, tell me, I'm not, the, I'm not the finance person, but, you know, what do you think? It's great to be in banking. I mean, M&A transaction yeah. fees are up. Asset management fees are up because people's worth uh, has gone up exponentially. So they're trading more. They can charge more. Um, I mean, it's just a great time to be an investment bank. I, I thought mm-hmm. the most significant thing that happened this week, and I was shocked that mm-hmm. banks didn't or their stocks didn't react to it, was America supposedly or the government is supposedly seriously considering a U.S.-backed digital currency. Yeah, And if a U.S.-backed digital currency came out, it would literally disrupt banking in terms of fees and transaction. Because yeah. what mm-hmm. banks have done a great job of is creating a lot of friction under the auspices of safety or covering their own ass so they can charge all kinds of useless fees to send money to London. I mean, I just don't mm-hmm. get why it's so expensive and so hard, whether it's a mortgage, yeah. whether it's transferring money, whether it's ATM, yeah. whether it's overdraft, you know, their ability to kind of – get in the middle and slow things down under the auspices of regulatory arbitrage or negative arbitrage. Anyways, I think a digital currency was a, is the biggest threat to banks. But right now, it's great to be a banker. Yeah. I mean, Goldman and J.P. Morgan both blew yeah. away their earnings. Also, the housing market, red hot now. Now, it's oh, calming down crazy. for August. But like, crazy. I sold my house in 14 seconds that I couldn't sell in March. I was trying mm. to sell a house. I used it for an office instead. But then I, it's not a big house. But I, I sold it in literally 14 seconds. It was crazy. And it was just like that. I didn't, you know, it was fascinating because it was mm-hmm. so slow just only so months ago. Uh, Wells Fargo and JP Morgan extended more mortgages this quarter compared to last. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, that's another thing. And 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 the story in the, in the Times, which I think we look good at, is that everyone's moving back to San Francisco or the slash cities and things like that. So it's kind of interesting, too. You know, we had predicted that everyone making this a big trend that everyone's going to be living in Omaha because it's so much nicer here and we have a yard um, did not, 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 it's not necessarily, it's, it's a mixed bag, but it's certainly not the kind of thing you said people would move back. And that's a lot of the story in the Times said exactly that. I, I, I need to see people in the city. A lot of the quotes were what you talked about with young people. So. I mean, it's obviously situational. And I think San Francisco, I've always said San Francisco is like American healthcare and that Mm -hmm. is expensive, but bad. I think San Francisco Mm -hmm. is just not a great value proposition as a product anymore but show me something show me someone who's on twitter mm-hmm. talking about how they just couldn't stand san francisco governance and lifestyle mm-hmm. and i'll show you someone who is so full of shit who's sitting on top of a huge capital gain because of yep. some shitty spec yep. they managed to get out and it's decided to peace out and not pay back into the system they benefited from anyone on twitter who mm-hmm. complains about california government and is a venture capitalist and operator 
Mm -hmm. They haven't moved to Michigan. They haven't moved to places with better governance. They've all moved Mm -hmm. to places they can register a capital gain at zero cost. It's all all such a head fake. Granted, San Francisco has problems, but these problems have kind of been there for a while. And this notion that all of a sudden— they've gotten worse. But this housing market is interesting. It's red hot. It's back in the cities. I was sort of shocked by the quickness of the house sale. And I think it's really— it's just interesting to me. It's interesting to like that these the people bounce back this way, like they're spending again. People are feeling kind. At the same time, this Delta variant is all over the place. The state of Tennessee is like decided it doesn't believe in science again, um, and uh, you know we're back to the Scopus trial or whatever. And uh, it, it, it's it's really interesting that certain certain jurisdictions are going to just boom, especially the ones that are vaccinated, um, mm-hmm. and. We'll see if it, it it creates you know across the country, but it's still fascinating. You know what's I happening. Don't know. In terms I'm going to get shit for this, but isn't it just natural selection? Isn't oh, it just no. stupid people prone to, con- to prone to conspiracy theory are going to be put themselves at greater risk? Isn't there a correlation just, between Fox viewers, conspiracy theory, low IQ, and these regions? That have decided to totally yep. uh, yeah, but econo- uh, ignore science, ignore economic, truth. Why not make the economic argument to them? It's crazy. My mom is interesting. I, I had a very actually good discussion about my Fox Love and Mom today where she started attacking Dr. Fauci again because that's what they're doing on Fox. And mask, this mask mandate. I said, you know, like the, the they're, they're also Fox is going against vaccinations. She goes, well, that's not right. And I said, you got to pick a friggin' lane. You, you can't not take mm-hmm. a vaccination and also decide mask sucks. Like, and you can't then tell your, your, your public health officials in your state that they can't say the truth, like which happened in Tennessee. Again, the Scopes trial once again, like, right, which took place in Tennessee. Um, and, like, and it's really, but then she was like, you're right. You have to pick a lane. Like I said, this is not about like, stop. And it was interesting. There is a economics. very, there is a valid argument that people on the right have made um, about the importance of taking what I'd call measured risk around opening sooner rather than 100%. later. A hundred percent. And that we on the left immediately have a knee-jerk reaction that any talk of opening is not progressive and not thoughtful. No, as a matter of fact, and this was a, probably the most underreported news story this week, we have had a massive acceleration in opioid mm-hmm. overdoses again. Mm-hmm. And we had finally started to turn the corner. Mm-hmm. We had finally started that. to see a reduction, and they were up to not. They the hit a new record last year, no, ninety-three thousand. There are prices, hundred percent. And th- there are deaths of despair when you when you shut people in, when you make them isolate. Agreed. That is a real argument we need to have mm-hmm. between the left and the right. Agreed. But the argument over creating pockets of poverty, not only not only economic poverty, but vaccine poverty, because they all talk each other into believing that. That vaccines are bad. Right it is really dangerous. It is your right it's not crazy. to take a vaccine. But guess what? France isn't going to let you. What was really interesting is Macron makes an announcement. They have to have these vaccine Macron. passports. I forget what they call them. Macron. Macron you're a handsome man. Yeah. And then a million people signed up the next day. That's just all it took. Like, uh, Americans just want to shoot themselves in the foot. Say that again, Kara? So he said they had to have the, the passports. You have to prove your, if you want to go to their cafes and their other things, yeah, you have to have a vaccine packet. And a million what? people signed up. The numbers went up considerably. The so minute our, he said, you have to. Our friend you Stephanie Rowe called me the other night and she's like, how can the government be giving all these money, all this money to people and not be asking them to get vaccinated. I'm like, I'm with you, sister. Yeah, I don't okay. understand why we don't have a vaccine. Pa- I, I can't for the life. It's, it's all the these companies word. that took it's the money. the wrong word. You got to have another word besides passport. I don't know why. You don't like passport? No, because I think it makes me, really? you know, because people don't travel that much. Like, I think it's got to have another word. 
Got to have something, a license, whatever, because mm. we get licenses. I don't know. Let me ask you on to one last thing for this section. Um, surge in deal fees, by the way, SPACs, 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 SPAC everywhere. Oh, There's yeah. a SPAC everywhere. Uh, the SEC is investigating banks over conflicts of interest in the SPAC deal-making process. So anyway, nonetheless, SPACs may, are, are backs, are backs, SPACs are backs. Yeah, whatever. What do you think about that? All these people going public. Um. Well, look, we had a dearth of public companies. The number of public companies dearth. have been reduced by two-thirds because of M&A and because mm -hmm. uh, private market investors decided they wanted to capture more of the gains so fewer and fewer companies were going public um, and because of, of monopoly and lack of competition. So I think it's a good thing that they're, that they're accelerating and there's more public companies yeah. giving more people opportunities. The reality is SPACs have underperformed over the medium and yeah. long term. They overperformed last year, but a lot... I think a lot of these, I mean, already, we're already seeing a pullback um, about, I think, buyer about half beware. the SPACs. Yeah, yeah about half beware. the SPACs. And that's where they're getting in trouble is the disclosure. It's basically a way of kind of skirting or short-circuiting the disclosures. And mm -hmm. um, the SEC is saying maybe that's a bad idea. So uh, I think th there's going to be additional scrutiny on SPACs. I actually think they're be. a good thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, we'll be talking a, a lot about the SEC, perhaps a code. I'm not going to say why. Anyway, let's go on a quick break and come back to talk about the yep. Senate Democrats' $3.5 trillion budget and a listener mail question. Fox Creative. This is advertiser content from Atlassian. One of our customers who produces pizza at a very large scale all across the world. Believe it or not, they use AI to review the quality of the pizzas that are created. That goes through a workflow that scans the images of the pizzas and makes sure they visually look like what they should. So it's pretty cool. That's Sharif Mansour, Atlassian's head of AI. Sharif thinks there's a lot for companies to be excited about on the AI-generated horizon, spanning everything from making pizza to producing podcasts like the one you're listening to now. There'll be far more jobs created on the other side of this revolution. Instead of a world of less, Sharif envisions an AI-powered world of more. In everyone's day job, they're moving from doing the thing to often being an architect of the thing. It unleashes the potential of every human. And I think we can go from a world where few people have access to a high level of intelligence to a lot more people having access to this information. AI is really giving everyone on the planet more resources to do great things. And I'm very optimistic about that opportunity that lies ahead. Transform teamwork with the power of AI-human collaboration. Start using Atlassian intelligence for your Atlassian products like Jira and Confluence now. Learn more at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N dot com. Support for this podcast comes from Constant Contact. If you're a business owner, you already know that it's really, really hard to cut through the noise of everyday life. If you want to connect with your customers, you need to break through the noise. You need Constant Contact. Constant Contact is a marketing platform that makes it easy to reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and connect over email, text, social media, and more. Whether you're a marketing guru or just learning the ropes, Constant Contact offers writing assistance tools and automation features that make it simple to say the right thing at the right time. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. 
Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Okay, welcome back. Senate Democrats came to an agreement on a $3.5 trillion budget deal that supports President Biden's economic agenda. Obviously, it's the stuff that they pulled out of the infrastructure bill, some of it. It is it's a lot. Like, I've decided, like, can you just do individual? Even I was like, hey, maybe just a few bills rather than one, putting everything in the kitchen sink here. It has social environmental programs, extended child tax credits, the carbon tariff, universal pre-K, expanded Medicare benefits. The spending package also includes protecting the right to organize act. The PRO Act largely impacts who and who cannot be uh, classified as gig workers as those who do not receive employer benefits and labor protections. The Act also makes it easier to form a union and blocks employers from permanently replacing employees who participate in uh, uh, strikes. Centrist uh, Senator Joe Manchin expressed concerns of the package impacts on inflation and the climate change provisions he believes would eliminate fossil fuels. By the way, Europe's moving that direction. They just were flooded this week um, and, of course, have passed all kinds of fossil anti-fossil fuel bills. The Democrats need every senator on board since zero support from the GOP is expected. I saw interviews with Lisa Murkowski and Mitt Romney, who are usually pretty reasonable, and they were like, no friggin' way this is going through. And I have to say, I was like, hey, guys, that's, this is this is making me cough a little bit. What do you think? I thought it was really interesting. I'm really hopeful. I hope that um, I hope it I hope it it gets to 50. I mean, I think Joe Man- Senator Manchin just loves being like the yeah, he does the, the swing. I think vote. he's lost some weight. I think he's got a new haircut too. But go really? ahead. Yeah, he's probably next thing he's probably going into space. Look at, I don't um, know. Hey, Richard Branson got back safely. It's just yeah, knock on good, wood good for him. Um, so, what do you think? Well, this is a lot of money. A lot of money for stuff, especially tech-related stuff, climate change stuff, climate change stuff. You know, all kinds of things. Look, stuff I, around I, the gig. I, I've workers. come to believe that the only union that appears to be effective is is enough government spending that gives jobs and social safety net to our most vulnerable people such that they have some negotiating power. And mm-hmm. uh, what's interesting about this infra- quote-unquote infrastructure bill is for the first time, it's changing the nomenclature of infrastructure. And we've decided, and I, I think this is probably makes sense, uh, that infrastructure includes investments in humans, right? Mm-hmm. That childcare is part of infrastructure or, or child tax credit is part of an infrastructure bill. But this is, I mean, this is a pretty consequential bill. I don't think there's any getting around it. I think that it's really weird sort of, in some ways we've gotten so conservative, but it's hard to argue that this isn't um, a much bigger sort of government. Um, this is big government. And mm-hmm. it, it reaches yeah, it back is. to real big. And you know, $3.5 trillion. Well, it's not going to pass. This ain't going to pass. You don't think this, so? No. It'll be hmm. like the, the, the infrastructure. Well, you did a party it's a, it's a in big, D.C., you know. Listen to me. There was a big swingy hit, but no. But no. I mean, Say even more. In, Why in don't times you get to pe- Because I house? think even in good times when people had they had more people, you know, they had control of the Senate now it's in a more significant way. It's a, it's a lot of money. Is it a starting a point? What? Yes, of course. Yes. I just, it was interesting. Biden was up on Capitol Hill. Um, you know, they, this, I think these ambitious climate plans are interesting, but they're not as ambitious as EU and China. I mean, EU has been hit by these floods and they passed sort of really essentially anti fossil fuel bills. That's not going to happen in this country, not with coal and oil, not with Venner Mansion, with coal in West Virginia. So, you know, I think, and then the, the worries about inflation, different economists say different things. I, like you get a different inflation story from well, even, them, but it's at its I highest mean, you want level to talk about since slip stuff in. They're, and I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of this, but I don't know if it should be part of this bill. Part of the bill is amnesty for yeah. uh, for millions of, you know, dreamers, TBS, essential workers, farm workers, 
And that's – does that belong in an infrastructure bill? Well, I, I think mean, they're trying to, like, shove everything through because they can't yeah, get – I mean, right. yes, that's what I kept thinking. I'm like, this is 16 bills, just so you know. And yeah, they can't do those anymore. Like. They can't do those anymore, which is yeah. interesting. Anyway, we'll see. I think the climate change thing is the most interesting stuff here, and I think they'll be pulling it out. But, you know, the fact that the other countries have moved very significantly on this, and, of course, this is a promise by Biden, it's going to be an interesting uphill battle at this point, given the numbers that – um that exist in terms of voting and things like that. But I'll tell you, it's it's ambitious. Like, as you said, the Biden administration wants to do everything. So mm-hmm. and they, I think they know they have time is not on their side. And I think it's a I think it'll be a tough row. I would say it would be a tough row. Uh, we'll I see. We're going to see a lot of Senator Manchin on on TV. That's what we're going to see. Senator Manchin. Well, I'm the reluctant bride. He's, 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 I think uh, he kind of likes the attention. No, no. Stephanie's friends with Justice, the West Virginia governor. That's her pal. Mm-hmm. Who she yells at, and then he keeps coming back on her show. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that's about. Anyway, um, let's pivot to a listener question. Roll tape. You've got, you've got. I can't believe I'm going to be a mailman. You, you, you've got mail. Hi, Kara and Scott. My name is Chris. I'm a writer in the real estate and technology space, hailing from Michigan. You've both made predictions around Apple getting into search, but you don't seem to acknowledge that they're already there via the Apple App Store. You've both waxed poetic about Amazon being in the search game via their marketplace, so how is it that the same standard isn't applied to Apple? To suggest that search only happens in broad terms ignores the power and potency of niche search. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the importance of niche search, how it can compete, and what, if any verticals, are primed for a breakout of niche search engines. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Hmm. Kara, you must acknowledge. You must acknowledge <laughs> what search is. Chris. Acknowledge Chris, the search. Chris, I love the attitude. I, I think you're obnoxious about this, but I think- Tell well, me I mean, he we didn't record that 11 times and have his wife Chris. and his kids I, come I decided in and say, I love how do Chris. I sound? I like him. He's like, he's comes how in, he's sound? like chest out. This is what he's doing. He's chesting out. He's, he's chesting coming in at us. Chris that's what he's doing. But you're in Iceland now, so you're a little softer. And that's why I like Chris here. So um, Apple getting into search. Yes, of course they're in search. Of course, we were mentioning mm-hmm. Amazon because it's the most obvious and- and largest example of it is that you search Amazon. So that we can't mention all of them. We can't mention Mm -hmm. all of them, Chris, but we shall. Apple, of course, the Apple Apple App Store is a search thing. You have to search it and find things. Um, Not quite the same thing. And it is a niche search. Pinterest is a search service. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it, you search a lot on Pinterest and looking for, you know, for example, Scott is always looking for smoother marble counters, for example. He's always sort of Mm. looking for different things and turtlenecks perhaps next. Soapstone, soapstone. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think there's lots of different things that search that are sort of, uh, chipping away at the Google hegemony, but it's, Google still is the most important search engine. I, what, what other search areas do you think of? I, Peloton's kind of search. There was an interesting story about Peloton paying out more money to to artists uh, with their music stuff than Spotify, which I thought was Isn't fascinating. That crazy? Yeah, I saw that. There, there's a lot of interesting things. What, what other niche searches do you see? Well, I don't know. I spent an hour a day like searching, Twitter. searching for stuff on, on um, Netflix. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe that's just poor UI, but... You're right. Uh, the second largest search engine in the world isn't Bing. It's Amazon. So, mm-hmm. uh, look, here's the thing. Search, there is no business in history that has over $100 billion and has one player with more than 50% share, much less search, which right now has 100, is a $153 billion market, has one 
player that controls 93%, and it's growing 24% a year. So mm-hmm. you're going to see verticals. You're going to see niches in just for real estate. You're going to see search engines. Because I think a lot of the technology is being somewhat commodified. Do you know there are three times as many people at Google working on selling keywords than there are actually working on the underlying technology of oh, search? Oh, interesting. That blew my mind. Anyways, I think I think search is going to be – the, the this massive evolutionary explosion of species over the next five or ten years. Mm. So I I want to be the first to say I am acknowledging Chris's point. Chris, Chris we acknowledge is, you. We, we acknowledge, acknowledge you, good you. sir, we from Michigan. We d- we seem to acknowledge you as opposed yeah. to us not seeming to. All right. So name your top search places. I'm going to name mine first. Twitter, 100. Hmm. percent Amazon. I never search Twitter. I don't know how. I search Twitter all the time for really? news. I do it. Yeah, 100 or people or different trends you. and stuff like that. So I search Twitter. A lot. I search Amazon a lot, and I search. Hmm. Where else do I search? It's not Google. I'm trying to do not Google. I mean, I search Google Maps, but that's mm-hmm. Google. Um. Hmm. I guess I, I'm just trying to think. Where else do I search? That's it. That's it. What about you? You yeah. porn. Is that it? Oh, mm, porn. That's right. Oh, Netflix. Yeah, I search Netflix. You're right. Netflix. I uh, Amazon, a lot of search on Amazon, but mostly I just type stuff into the 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 URL or whatever we call it, the address bar. And now I've downloaded Neva. It's interesting when you get different yeah. search results on a subscription search engine. I'm kind of fascinated with it. What it's such such but as explain say 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 what you it think. It just seems um, it's just interesting that you don't get because it's not paid. Ads aren't paid. You get more kind of wonky responses, which I like, and you don't mm-hmm. get as many what I'll call commercial responses that people are paying for. And some of mm-hmm. the commercial responses you like because you want to yes, buy stuff. Do. Yeah. Um, but it's just weird. It's a different it's a different animal. It's like changing uh, operating systems. It took a little while for me to get used to. Um, but that's a really interesting question. How do we just so people know Scott invests in Neva and I I, I know she really well because, full disclosure. Yes, yeah. Um, is it niche, though, or is it trying to be a bigger thing? Subscription? No, mm-hmm. I think subscription search, well, I guess technically everything's a niche now compared to being mm-hmm. as niche compared to Google. Um, yeah. Google. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's inter- It's that's such an interesting question. I wish I had a more thoughtful answer of what Chris. role. Like, I, I search LinkedIn a decent amount. Um, do you? What, for what? We're, what are you we're, looking for, a job? No, Section 4, we've gone from 40 to 80 people. We're constantly constantly trying to find people um oh interesting and i think it's interesting and i love linkedin i think linkedin has kind of got the vibe of what's so the promise of social is on linkedin i think people are really civil to each other i think it's mostly because of identity and also everyone's thinking maybe i can get a job from that person at some yeah, point in my right. life yes yes but everyone's much the, nicer much more it's supportive. like the other white meat the other cert, the other social network that's my favorite tagline in history the pork <laughs> the it? other white meat from James Garner, who just had a triple bypass, and Sybil Shepherd, who was a vegan at the time. She was a spokesperson for the American Beef Council. I love that. Cash that check. Uh, Sybil Shepherd. Where's she? You know, she? I had met her. She was on. Really? She was, Did she, yes. Tell me she's nice. She's tell me she's so nice. She's so saucy. She's a saucy. She's very nice, but saucy. Yeah. Like, a lot. There's a lot going on there. Let me just say, she was on the L Word um, when I was visiting the set. Really? I met her. Yeah, Sybil. she was. She played a lesbian. Or she was a mother well, of a lesbian. that would make I sense. I don't remember the plot. That would make she sense. Played a mother, she played a mother of a lesbian who then became a lesbian in the show. Like, so she was She was doing a little lesbian action, as I recall. I just don't even remember. Nonetheless, she was lovely and saucy, is all I remember. The one who hmm. was really saucy was Holland Taylor. 
Who's Lewis. that? Who's she's an actress. Miller? If you saw her, you'd be like, oh, her. Um, she's She actually goes out with the woman. Oh, I know her. her. And she did, doesn't she date like Tilda Swinton or something? No, no. Uh, what's her name? I'm going to blank on this. Yes, it's, it's all the lesbians. Another, it's not Tilda Swinton. By the way, there's a really great meme on the internet right now of Tilda Wait, Swinton Rachel and Maddow. Bill Murray. Am I just throwing out hysteria. lesbians left and right? No, just stop. Assuming they all date each other. I'm going to hear about they that. Don't. You I'm are, but that's that. okay. You don't need to know all your lesbians. I can make a list for you if you like. If you I want. I would like that. Would you like? Who? Who is your favorite among lesbians besides me? I. You know what? I am so not going to go there. My my limited my limited capability to protect myself. My my limited good judgment right. says don't right, start listing right, your right. favorite lesbians. Okay, so we should have a search service for lesbians. That's all I'm saying. It's it's as she goes out with Sarah Paulson. Look, other <laughs> than Lindsey Graham, Holland Taylor goes out with Sarah Paulson. Thank you. I'm just giving you some lesbian information. Sarah Paulson. She's an actress. She's so on everything. She's like so. She was. She's on oh, everything. she's great. She's great. She's great. She's in she was she's fantastic. In the one about um, uh, oh the uh, everything about American vice president. Game yes, change. she was. She, she played Nicole. She's very Wallace. talented. She's wonderful. She's really great. Yeah, she's terrific. She was in she's Nurse Ratchet. That didn't do as well on Netflix, but nonetheless, That's I think she's great. wonderful. I saw yeah, it. Didn't That's do funny. Well. Nurse Ratchet came out of my. Anyway, we're gonna. We're, we love your question, Chris. Thank you. It's an excellent question. Everybody, we acknowledge in you, Chris. We acknowledge, we you, acknowledge Chris, you, and we love it. Anyway, Scott, one more quick break, and we'll be back for predictions. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Support for Pivot comes from Hidden Layer. It seems like everywhere you look, industries are turning to generative AI. We talk about it a lot on this show. Businesses can generate more ideas, answers, connections, solutions, and momentum. But at the same time, security teams are forced to slow down that progress so they can make sure AI adoption is safe and responsible. Hidden Layer's AI detection and response platform secures generative AI and large language models from malicious attacks, leaking of confidential information, and intellectual property theft. Hidden Layer helps you generate more by enabling seamless, secure generative AI. Here's how it works. AI detection and response protects businesses from potential attacks by monitoring and analyzing the inputs and outputs of their generative AI applications, blocking harmful transactions and alerting security teams in real time, allowing organizations to accelerate their AI adoption with speed. Customers in finance, technology, healthcare, and even the U.S. Department of Defense trust Hidden Layer to protect their AI today. Plus, Hidden Layer was named Most Innovative Startup at RSA, the most significant cybersecurity conference in the nation. With Hidden Layer, go from pause to possibilities. Generate more with Hidden Layer. Visit hiddenlayer.com slash pivot to learn more about Hidden Layer's AI detection and response solution. Okay, Scott, predictions. Uh, do you have one? Mine's kind of lame. Uh, I just uh, that I that I predict Olivia uh, Olivia Rodrigo might help set off some people getting vaccinations. She, you know, when so. France just demands it, she Olivia Rodrigo is the pop star, the eighteen year old pop star with the number one album in the country, and uh, she yeah. she she said vaccines are good for you, which is is the name of her hit song, um, mm-hmm. and 
you know, I just like when they, I think they're going to try to, there's a lot of people at the White House thinking about how to get these groups of people to, to get vaccinated. And I, you know, they're trying to roll it out and roll it out quickly because of this Delta variant. Um, but they, uh, but it, but it, I thought it was a good, a smart idea to pull her in to reach the young and unvaccinated. I think it was good. So I predict there'll be more of that. You'll see a lot more of that. And it's not going to be like Kid Rock and the pillow guy telling you not to get a vaccine because Bill Gates is trying to kill you, whatever. I was so nice to see her walking into the White House versus the pillow guy. So anyway. Versus like Jethro Tull and Scott Baio. I know. Um, You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, the the door of the pillow guy went in. The Olivia and Rodrigo went in to do a message that's important. So I predict there'll be more of that. We're going to see a lot. The land of the people whose agent will not call them back. Um, Yeah. I don't know how much celebrities matter, but I think it's great. Go ahead. Uh, so my prediction is a little overdone, but I'm going to make it anyways. I think Virgin Galactic is going to be the poster child for the SPAC and the space bubble. Uh, I think space exploration. Poster child, good or bad? Oh, bad. Oh, okay. I mean, do you realize, uh, I mean, first off, there's just so much writing on the wall that this thing is not going to work. First yeah. off, as a strategy, I just think space tourism makes no sense. I think we put astronauts and equipment into rockets. I don't think we put tourists into rockets. But mm-hmm. in addition... Chamath Palihapitiya, a very smart guy, sold yes. his entire stake in, in March. And Richard Branson, by the way, has sold $800 million worth of stock in it to fund his other ventures. So two people who I think are very smart and know the company very well have both said, yeah, great, we're out. Yeah. Uh, we're going to vote with our wallet and we're not voting for the company. And two, something, do you realize since they took that flight mm-hmm. last Sunday, the stock has lost a third of its value? And I think the reason why everyone's trying to figure out, well, is it because of the $500 million secondary? And I think it's because of the following. There was a clip of them once they were in space. Mm -hmm. And I think what they've pulled off is remarkable. The entire world saw this thing. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. just PR you can't dream of. Yeah, no. Okay, but what does it mean when 7 billion people, or call it 2 or 3 billion people, are exposed to your product and know this product is out there, this is what it looks like, it costs a quarter of a million dollars, and they've got a waiting list of 600 people. Mm-hmm. I taught 1,400 people last night. 600 yeah. people is nothing. So yeah. what they have here is the mother of all product market misfit. Oh. Nobody wants this fucking thing. No one wants... If 600 people if want cheaper, a product... If it was you would. If you drop the price, you would, right? Like it was $200. The, 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 capsule, the capsule holds Whatever. four people. How low I can know, they take it? I but I'm just telling it? you if it's... That's true. I get it. I, they can't. Space, who Look, said that to, to us point, in their prediction? This is Space what they'll is do. expensive. Space is expensive. Uh, there's like billions of particles in every square foot on Earth. There's like one in space because space wants to destroy all kill life you. and all matter. That's, that's why they call Caleb, it space. Remember, Space wants to kill you. Space but my prediction you. is... Uh, within six months, you're going to see a pivot. They're going to go to. They're going to start talking about point-to-point supersonic travel or mm. space cargo. They do have a space cargo or space hauling division. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the stock, if you look at the very smart people who have sold their shares, if you look at the product market fit, if you look at the awareness and the anemic sign-up they have, people yeah. saw Richard Branson in space floating for two minutes and think, "Yeah, that's not worth twenty-five thousand, much less a quarter of a million." You, you know what I say? This is critical space. Say? This is critical space theory. Critical space theory. <laughs> it's a joke on oh the internet. Gosh. Critical gonna, space yeah. theory. Critical space theory. <laughs> Sorry to make a joke on a ridiculous. I've been doing it all week. The lame race. Yeah. The glass yeah. glaze race. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Anyways, think you're right. Uh, I think, I think the Virgin space Galactic. tourism idea is, is correct. I think this is a lot of money. I think one of someone predicted this to us. That it's a lot of money. It's expensive. Space wants to kill you. And you're right. I I think this is a great 
prediction. Why are you insulting your prediction? No, I'm just. It, it'll be. It'll become a poster cho- child for it. Was it was one of the first spacs. Uh, Chamath is kind of the king or the visionary mm-hmm. around spacs. He was involved. Spacs. He was involved here. But I just look at this thing and I'm like, product market fit doesn't make any sense. Structurally, doesn't make any sense. Their strategy doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, I just I look at it and I go, okay, this thing is just, uh, you know. Well, let me um, ask you one question. So I asked it about yeah. how much would it cost for you to go on Facebook? You know, when we talked about that, like to be on their whatever their Substack version killer or whatever they're yeah. making. Yeah. How much money would you pay to go into space? What was what's the most you would pay? You know, I, to take I'm a not, little trip around the light, fantastic. I I don't know. It doesn't really appeal to me. I'm I I get motion sickness. I'm on mm-hmm. planes way too much. The only thing not wonderful so not about my all. life is not I, at all. It's not. I, I guess at some point, if it's totally bulletproof, seeing the supposedly you have sort of a moment, a spiritual mm-hmm. moment when you see Earth, Earth. from. Yeah. The Carmen line. I would like to experience that. I can get 80% of that with edibles and not leave my couch. And photos, um, yeah. Or, you know, I hate to say it, but I like... doesn't appeal Oculus. to me. Does it appeal to you, Carol? Yeah, no, at all. I don't want to get in any spaceship ever, ever, ever. I'm yeah, going to stick it, it out on this poor little me. planet. That's what I'm doing. I'm go, I'm sticking, I'm staying on this ride. I like it here. Yeah, I like I don't want to go to the Carmen line. You're I want to go to St. Bart's. I'll tell you what it shows out, what you're talking about. It makes Elon Musk look smart because he has not dabbled in space tours in that much except no. around the edges. He's just sending up rockets and sending up he's payloads. He's hauling shit into space. That's what he's money. doing. And eventually he'll haul stuff down, minerals and things like that. You yeah. know, I think he's... I think he's got the right take on this. I think Jeff Bezos is with these like super cities in the sky. I, I, I like it. I like it. But you're like, no, like that kind of thing. It's expensive. Yeah. Space wants to Agreed. Good so anyways, prediction, my prediction. Mr. Bjork. 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 <laughs> By the way, Galloway, we, do you, we have you your have baggage. To watch, did you watch Go the ahead. movie that's so funny with um, about uh, the Euro? Oh, it's so funny with Eurovision. Oh, We've Eurovision. watched it three times. We oh can't my stop God. watching that shit. It's so good. It's By the so way, good. Pierce Brosnan, a very yeah. handsome man. He is a very, He's handsome, a man. very handsome man. He is a very handsome He's man. He's charming. I'm speaking of handsome men, who was that person you pretended was you with the poodle? That was that was what's his name, the soccer player. Oh, right? Zidane Zidane, the, yeah. the world, the, the, one of the great like, soccer players. You're trying to in ride history. on his good. That's a good looking version of you. That's what that is. With a poodle. Well, a lot of people would say. I'm a good-looking version of him. No, not a lot of people. Not a lot Anyways, of people. Zinedine Z- yeah. Zidane, one yeah, of the greatest a beautiful football photo. players in history. For a minute, I was like, "What is Scott? Did he get work done? Did he? Right? Did he where did he get a poodle? He has no, that I'm big not dog." That. I know. Give me the fair. Zidane look. That's what I say to my dermatologist. <laughs> Give me the Zidane there. look. You could get there. Anyway, it was fascinating. Okay. Don't forget if there's a story in the news you're curious about and want to hear our opinion on, just like Chris. Go to and acknowledge, we will acknowledge something you say to us. Go to nymag.com slash pivot to submit a question for the show. Scott, please read us out. Today's show is produced by Caroline Chagrin. Ernie Andrew Todd engineered this episode. Thanks also to Drew Burrows. And for a limited time, you have a chance to fill out our listener survey. That's right. We want you to tell us how we're doing. Go to newyorkmag.com slash pivot survey and sound off. That's nymag.com slash pivot survey. Please take it. We do take it seriously. Make sure you're subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts. If you're an Android user, check us out on Spotify, frankly, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to Pivot from Vox Media. We'll be back next week for another breakdown of all things tech. Number 21 for Juventus, a midfielder. Number five for Real Madrid, one of the greatest Sportsman in history, not as sexy as the dog. <laughs> not as sexy as the dog. See you next week.
Support for the show comes from Atlassian. Whether you're exploring space, making pizza, or producing a podcast like this one here, chances are your team is marching into the AI-generated horizon. Atlassian Intelligence is unleashing a new era of teamwork. You can use Atlassian's AI-powered products for everything from brainstorming ideas to finding information to summarizing huge documents, all by using normal, everyday language. Atlassian AI-powered software like Jira and Confluence help teams accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. Learn how you can transform teamwork with the power of AI at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. 